Sometimes when you offer God your whole life and all your possessions, He takes you at your word. After a few years in the military, I found myself leaving my dream to follow Him and left everything behind. Then, 16 years later, I gave Him everything I had again, and He took it all. We began a traveling ministry that we thought could lead to great things, but God kept telling us, press on. So we did. When it was over, we hadn't accomplished what we thought would happen, but I learned a very, very important lesson through it all. If I hadn't learned this on the road, I'd be a mess where I am right now in my life. Jesus called men to follow him. If you do, he said, you may find yourself with nowhere to lay your head. He didn't promise us great crowds and acclaim that would make us feel good about ourselves. I'm Terry Hardica with Life Journeys, where again today, we're going to get down to what this pathway called life is really all about. Today, if you will hear his voice, Harden not your hearts, it says in Hebrews 3.15. We're hearing a lot of voices these days, and we're trying to understand what's true. One of our nation's greatest problems is not being able to filter out voices that are not telling us the truth. And frankly, we're often too lazy to do our own research. Honestly, we often don't want to even hear the truth because it's painful. But there's one voice we do very well to hear. If Christians in America don't hear the voice of God, this country is done for. The question is, what's keeping us from His voice? Jesus said that God allowed Israel to put away their wives because of the hardness of their hearts, but it wasn't always this way. Then I also see Jesus looking at the religious hypocrites in the congregation. Here he was, willing to do good, and they were just looking for a reason to accuse him. Sound familiar? In that passage, the question was, would he heal the man with the withered hand? And Jesus became very angry with them for their hardness of heart. In another place, Jesus upbraided his disciples for their unbelief and hardness of heart when they doubted his resurrection. How vital! to not allow difficulties to make us hard, bitter, and accuse God or men for our life's problems because we're listening to the wrong voices. When we were first on the road, I began to sense that this wasn't about the crusades we would do. It wasn't about building a ministry or having a revival. It was about the journey itself. God kept telling us, press on until we got tired of hearing it. The journey we are in on this earth has very little to do with a successful career, retiring with plenty of money, and enjoying our golden years in American dreams. Our life journey is about how well we carry the day, how we love and live in peace along the way. It means nothing if we build a bigger barn, yet we've judged, hurt others, and criticized everything that got in our way. You know, like we're seeing in 2020. Our journey with lifelines was breaking us as much as it was making us. There was time we wondered where we would stay as darkness set in, in the forest in western Louisiana. Then there was the broken campground. We broke it. We looked like the Griswolds on vacation. 
There were many times getting stuck in the mud with a 19,000-pound trailer, and that's no fun. There were the long hours wielding sledgehammers, pulling ropes, dodging horrible heat, and then being attacked or accused and criticized. Complain? Get hard-hearted, bitter, and angry with one another? We were far from perfect, but we were journeying. That's what this life is. That's what discipleship is. Marriages fail today at over 50%. People ride in the streets. Homosexuals flaunt their sin in our faces. Our taxes fund the murder of the unborn. All from a place of hard-heartedness because life has gotten tough and we didn't want to listen to God telling us about this life journey. Jesus said, come and follow me. He didn't say, come and have a meeting, build a big nest egg, have a great career where people will applaud your ingenuity and resourcefulness. Follow him. He'll lead your soul to rest, and there you'll be at peace and able to love because you trusted him to provide for you while you were on your journey in the wilderness. That provision won't always be financial, but it will be food on whatever table your feet are underneath so you can be at peace and love your children from a place of rest. Hardening of the heart comes from sights set on earthly goals instead of the journey of following well. How many have ended their lives because their dream was shattered? Jesus will lead you to places where you won't have a place to put your head at night, and heaven will see it as a success if you are at rest in it. He'll lead you into places where your body will ache, your mind will spin, and your finances will be your loose change in your pocket. But if you are still grateful at the end of the day, heaven sees a great success. That's what I'm after, Jesus said. That's the place where faith can be born from above, if you will hear his voice. Nothing has to be the way you think it has to be. If our favorite candidate doesn't win in November and we lose our peace, we've driven into a ditch long before the election. Life's not about the promotion. Success is not a raise, a gold watch at the end, or a party to celebrate 30 years of advances. Our eulogy needs to talk about how great God was in us, not how great we were. Our life journey is to blaze a trail for others to follow, one that works for everyone, the doctor or lawyer, and all those who will never be known for what they do, but who God was in them. In this life, it's by our demonstration of rest that others are drawn to the pathway that leads to heaven's rest. Why do we have hardness of heart? Usually we want something here more than there, something now, something that satisfies the flesh. But faith doesn't work well if we haven't given up the world's treasures and the world's way of being fulfilled. Faith doesn't work without surrender, and we can wind up broken and burned out. That makes life addictions very hard to get past. Now listen, faith for what we do not have yet is very hard when what we do have has not been attained by faith. Remember, it's a great assumption to attempt to believe for big things when we have not learned to trust for life's small things. There is nothing that you need that God won't supply to you. If He won't give you a pillow for your head, don't feel like either He or others have let you down. 
God is trying to give you contentment in whatever situation you are in. If you have that, your life will just naturally lead others right to the throne of God. If the truth were fully open to you, that lonely place you may be in right now is lonely because so few others have found their way to where you sit, nearer than you know to heaven's throne.